Hi, folks. Gabriel here. Brookfield Boys Part 10 Court Part 2. Now, remember, they just beat the snot out of all those guys, and that they thought they were tough, and I didn't care. And they thought they had all that clout and money. And even our little nerds were walking around with their T-shirts on with pride. They would wear them under their shirt. But if anybody messed with them, honest to God, like you see Superman doing the phone booth, They'd open their shirt and show that they were a Brookfield boy. And people would turn away. And guess what that did? Created more of the people that were being bullied to join up with us. But, and guess what? Nobody was touching them. Nobody. You wonder where they made it in life now. I hope they have beautiful wives inside and out, and they have thriving businesses because I gave them the confidence to make it through high school, to believe in themselves, and that they weren't being bullied, and it's, my guy's time to shine. Okay. <sighs> Enough of the wishful thinking. I'm sure they did well. So, that's one, folks. 60 days went by. And it was time for court again. No kidding. No kidding there was probably two-thirds of the people that were there the first time showed up now. And they told me they were going to see this to the end and that they were going to be there no matter what, shaking their fist. And, you know, if, if I ever see you on the street, we'll see what happens. Are you threatening me, sir? And the prosecutor would look over and say, like this, with his finger to the person that said that, and he'd say something to that person, that father. And, of course, the father would go back in the corner on the wall and with his tail between his legs and, you know, I knew the judges ran in the circuit and passed encounters. Remember, I was in court all the time. And every week I was at the court, I wouldn't get the same judge twice. I knew it. So I played the same story with him, the new judge. 
I came dressed like a nerd with my glasses on, my hair parted on the side. I look like a valedictorian candidate instead of someone who incited a riot. And I said, Your Honor, this is very difficult on me, as you can see, by all the charges. And I'm getting threatened just here in the courtroom. Ask your prosecutor there. They're telling me death threats. And the prosecutor kind of shook his head. He had to. And so the judge saw all the charges and how ridiculous it looked that someone is out to get me, Your Honor. I could have not have done that even if I had a cape on. He didn't laugh, but he understood what I was trying to convey, you know, I have a lawyer that's going to take the case, but he wants more money than I have. I need some more time if I could, please, Your Honor. I'm trying to secure his services. Someone yelled out, that's the excuse you used last time. Your Honor, I'm just trying to make sure that people know that I didn't do this. I don't care what it cost me. I was not that person. All right, what are you looking for? Your Honor, if you could please, please, 60 days, sir. No, no, I can't give you, I'll give you 45 days, and you better come with a lawyer. Oh, thank you, Your Honor. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to do my very best. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you so much. Well, on again. Now it's 45 days later. And remember, that's two of them out of the four. Okay, and Three court dates. So, no, that's two court dates. I'm sorry. And that's two of them. Now, on the third court date, there might have been... Remember how long this is now? 60 days? No. It's actually... If you think about it, we've gone 60 plus 45 plus the original 30 days. So now we're getting up there, huh? Okay. I'm not good at math, so whoever can figure that out, email me and tell me where we're at right now. I don't know. It's been about four and a half, five months now. Other things are going on in their lives, these kids and their parents. And, okay, they paid the bill, and they've gone on, and uh, broken arms have healed, and, you know, broken pride has been forgotten about, and 
the crowd is really starting to thin out on this one. It's all probably just less than half a section of the courtroom. You know, half... If you had half sitting there, Republican, and the other half Democrat, well, half of the Democrat, you see. So a quarter of the uh, uh, had benches there filled. You know, five parents, maybe five kids. And they called me up. Gabriel, so-and-so? Yes, Your Honor. And, of course, I'm dressed in my usual uh, garb. And another new judge who only sees five parents and five kids. I see here you've been trying to get a lawyer. How's that going? Really good, sir. If you could just give me 30 days, no kidding, I've got all the money together, and my mom sold my car for the rest of what my lawyer needs, and she said she'll come up with the rest. If I could just have 30 days, I could do this. I have just about enough for him to come in, Your Honor. He won't. Well, what's his name? Mr. Taylor, I said. And... He's excited to take the case, but he's not going to do it until he has the full retainer. Well, of course not, the judge says. And I don't blame him, the judge says. These are pretty serious charges. Yes, Your Honor, that's what he said, too. He said he could get me off because they're ridiculous. Somebody was after me, like... Whom, the judge asked, well, he said the police must have it in for me because there's no way I could have done 80 counts of battery. Well, he's got a point. You know what? I'll give you the 30 days. But that means you better be ready. Oh, yes, Your Honor, I will. I promise. Well, like I said, life went on for not only them, but it was going on for me, too. I had um, uh, Peggy and I were no more. Peggy was there for because I was the leader in Peggy was able to be the leader of her girls' club, if you know what I mean. And so I was kind of backing off of these guys and letting them run themselves. I was no longer um, Bob, the um, tough guy. I was staying home more and more, and... I was thinking, I got to get away from this. This is starting to really hurt me. I mean, I don't want this to be my life, you know. And um, 
I don't want, I have other things to do. And I said to myself once, and no kidding, you'll hear me say this again. I said to myself, self, okay, you've proven yourself with what you had to work with. Now it's time to use your mouth and your brain. You've used your brain and your fist, and you did pretty good. I wonder what you could do, Bob, with your mind and your mouth. And I really thought about that, and I started reading more and more, going to the library, and not being there every single day for a fight. I was heading to the library instead and reading everything I could get my hands on. I would sit there for hours and hours and just read. You know how you get into a good book and it's like, oh, man, you can't put it down. They need me. I'm right in there with them, you know, If I leave at this point, will I still feel the same feelings if I put the book down? You know, that's why people stay up late reading because, and they'll fall asleep reading because they don't want to leave where they're at in that book. It gives them the feeling of whatever they're reading. It could be romance. It could be intrigue. It could be horror. Whatever you're into or whatever that book you've picked up has brought you to that place, that's where you're at now in your mind. And everything else is gone around you. Isn't that amazing? I mean, if you hear me, and you've never read, and just been on the computer, just try and read. I know it's hard, because we've become an age of, well, what did they say, five seconds is our attention span now? But if you can find a book that'll, and you read the first chapter, that's all I ask. The first chapter, if you can't do that, then you shouldn't be listening to me, you know. Anyways, (sighs) let's go back to the show. See how I digress. I'm sorry. And honest to goodness, there was always holdouts, you know, and I said, yes, sir, your honor. Your honor, I will. Well, the fourth and final time of the court hearing came. And what was I dressed in? And honest to goodness, there's always one. There'll be always one holdout. And there'll always be one survivor 
in the massacre. Always. I mean, think about it. If you drop stuff on the floor and you pick it up, what happens? You thought you cleaned it all up and then three days later, oh my gosh, there's an M&M I didn't see because it went left instead of all the other ones went right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Always one holdout. Always. Okay, so I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to really give this credit. So let's go with this. I've told you about Grasshopper, and I'm going to actually write a a whole series about her because she was so special in my life. And there's a reason for everything I do, and there's a reason I'm telling you this right now about my grasshopper, okay? And if you remember my best friend Slim... 450 pounds, find that episode. And then we'll go back to this, and then I'm going to seriously start making my grasshopper. In the next couple months, you'll be able to... Where all this ties in, you know what I mean? So... Like I said, I'm just trying to get so much done before anything serious happens to me. I'm starting to lose my eyesight, and I'm starting to get weaker. I almost didn't make it up the steps yesterday for a doctor's appointment. That first step, I almost collapsed, and I never, ever thought that would be me. And you've heard I've worked in health clubs and I was a meathead my whole life. I loved to work out. And for me to wither away like this, well, I'm just saying, it'll go as far as I'll let it. And then we'll see. All right, folks. <laughs> 